you were talking out loud. Yeah, it, this is a recording. This right is now. still recording. Yeah, I actually started it over. So oh, okay. I like doing that. It's uh, I know. And you always please cut out my horrible laugh. <laughs> I know. It's tough. I know that I don't have a great laugh. Welcome to You, Me, and the SEC, the podcast about SEC football and culture. We just have all sorts of things happening at the, uh, at the Osborne House. Uh, there's illness, there's sickness and despair, but there's also fall break, which I know for you isn't a break. But it's coming for me. And I'm very right. I'm very excited. Right. So yeah, I guess there's I think that's Ben telling you that there's a lot of things going on in his head and he's Well, there are other things happening for us. Like objectively speaking. Yes, that's true. That's true. We got sick kids and And you had to go gallivanting on the town I feel like last this night. Is, this is kept, not a good hang. And kept us from recording last night, which helped all of, you know, everybody to know about week three in the SEC. Well, you know. But you had to go gallivant. Did I gallivant? I think you did. I don't think I did. Um, but we're here now and we got week three recap. Week three. We're bringing a good vibe going, coming in here. Listen, we're here. I mean, that's all you can ask Gosh. of us tonight is we're here uh, in your ears talking SEC football, but there's so much to talk about. Is there? Uh, yes. What, what would you lead with? I would start with my bold prediction mm-hmm. from last podcast, if you remember. And listen, I'm not afraid for bringing these things back up. Some people will like, act like it never happened. But if you remember, I talked. Am I boring you already? Sorry, like we've got really like a double yawn. yawn over here. Like I'm boring Brittany already. Uh, but no, there was a uh, there was that moment last podcast. Uh, I think I'll I think I might actually go dig it up. I'm going to play it right here so everybody can listen. My big bold prediction from last podcast was this: Old Miss Tulane. Hot take: Tulane is winning this game. <gasps> And that didn't really happen, right? No, it did not. No, I was about not. to say. So uh, I, don't I was think only that's what off happened. by forty-one points, I think, uh, from Ole Miss losing to Tulane. But you know what? I'm not. I'm not hiding from it. I own it. Ole Miss is an offensive juggernaut, and they're going to dominate and take over the world. Oh wow! Well, that's a hot take right there. They're going to take over you, the world. How would you feel if Ole Miss won the national championship? Um confused <laughs> i feel like i would be like okay sure that's weird i think it would honestly i think it would be awesome well they're super high on themselves right now well, that's who, for sure who isn't i mean look what they're doing to people i know they are the destroyer of the worlds right and, now. and who are the people that they've played again <clears throat> so they played louisville okay which is, you know they played austin let's go pee right which is you know <clears throat> and they played tulane which is you who nearly know. beat oklahoma Right, that's true, Respected but I feel like that SEC. says something more about Oklahoma than Tulane. Well, Tulane, I also was corrected uh, about my description of their mascot. Oh, really? From last episode. Remember when I, and I'm not going to dig this clip up, but remember when I described Tulane's mascot as a napkin man? Mm-hmm. Well, that's, first of all, there are a few problems with that. One is that it, the the little mascot is not actually white. It's green, which oh, would make okay. sense because it's the green wave. Right. Uh, I still stick by the fact that he's kind of like a wavy napkin like mm-hmm. flowing in the wind. But uh, no, nah, I don't think it was my best description. So, oh, did somebody fact check you that it was not a napkin? It was actually a wave? I had uh, ones of people. Uh, I wouldn't say dozens, <laughs> uh, but I had enough people as in one or two that said that was pretty dumb. Oh. And I was like, 
Yeah, that's probably right. That wasn't my <laughs> bet. That wasn't my best pick. So really, everything that had to do with that Ole Miss Tulane game, I was off on. Mm-hmm. Um, Ole Miss is something else. They don't play this week. They have the week off, and then they had the Tuscaloosa. So okay. we will have lots to talk about when that happens. Yeah, that'll be really fun. And those uh, that schedule just came out, and that is definitely the three thirty game, which is my. Per- I love that time slot personally, just the way it fits in my schedule. In my life. Well, and it's also so. hanging out with our friend Gary Danielson. Well, who I mean. returned this weekend, right? Yeah, I mean, you're a fan of Gary. Right. I think we've we already talk about talked about that, but uh, I am not. But we hung out with Gary this past weekend in Gainesville, and we almost saw the old Destroyer Worlds fall apart. Um, what were your takes from Alabama's narrow 31-29 to victory over the Florida Gators? I mean, I'm not going to say this often, but I loved it. I loved that Alabama did not blow somebody out of the water. Right. Like, I mean, I think that story is a little tired, you know, that oh, yeah. they're going to come in. And that very well could have happened. Hey, what? Like, <clears throat> Sorry. That, you okay I have a there? gator in my throat. Do apparently. you? That very well could have been the narrative of that game is that. Well, and it was, it was 21 to 3. I mean, right, right. First quarter, it was domination. But um, Florida stayed showed up came back all of those terms yeah they did (laughs) and um yeah i i was glad to see it i was glad to see that that game was really close as a football sec fan i was glad to see it because i will as a georgia fan (laughs) i was not glad to see it i will say during the game you were almost chastising me for for cheering for a close game because that's the vibe that I got from you. <laughs> I, so I was sorry. like really into it. I was like, man, if Florida can just get one stop here, they can get the ball and try to go score and tie it. And you were just chastising me for like, I don't know if it was more cheering for Florida or it's the inevitability of cheering for Al- cheering against Alabama. Like that's just a waste of time. Um, I think it was for cheering for Florida. I think that it's just really hard for me to ever cheer for Florida. So I think that's probably – thinking back of when I was in the moment. Did I like, in hindsight, in the, okay, now I'm remembering. Obviously didn't prepare for this episode very much because <laughs> I don't even remember Saturday. Um, in the moment, it was tough to watch because it's it's the same thing when Bama and LSU play. You want them both to lose. Right. Or Florida and anybody probably i mean i florida and alabama Vanderbilt. not really but you just want both of them to lose and that's kind of how it was and um for me while i was watching the game in hindsight looking back on it sitting seeing what happened um i'm really glad that alabama suffered a little i think it opens up so many new possibilities for the season because we're so used to this narrative that it's Alabama show or nobody else. Um, what this allows us to do is to dream of parody. And remember, we talked about at the beginning of the year, like the kind of the pattern 2007 was a crazy year. 2014 was the year of the Mississippi. And now 2021, I mean, there's uh, there's possibilities here. Because you look at Bama's schedule and there are mon, you know, minefields everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, nobody in the West looks like a pushover right now. I'm not saying that everyone could beat Alabama, but... You go into every game in the West, and it's like, well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do play Tennessee, so that'll be an easy win. But aside from that, and then I think Southern Miss, and then whoever, the other stinky team they play, um, 
you know, there's not going to be an easy path for Alabama. And I think that just brings an element of intrigue to the season mm-hmm. that we certainly didn't have last year. Uh, and that we, we're we seeing that in other conferences because Ohio State, Oklahoma, Clemson, like the big four, are all looking not themselves. Right. And I would still, man, our, Bama very well might go undefeated still. Mm-hmm. But at least this gives us the potential to dream, uh, you know, of a more unpredictable ending to the Mm -hmm. season yeah definitely um you know i that the georgia florida game definitely looks more enticing after this game and i think the um alabama Ole miss game looks more enticing after this weekend i think the Ole miss i think you know a and m played better this weekend they beat uh, new mexico pretty Mm -hmm. handily but i think everybody has started you know that a m game is the week after the Ole miss game so for Bama, they got those two right in a row, but wow. I think people are starting more talk about that Bama game or the Ole Miss game because of what Ole Miss is doing. And A and M is obviously undefeated, but they haven't looked as mm-hmm. um, dominant as uh, as Ole Miss. But no, it was a very exciting game. It came down to the very end. Uh, Alabama benefited from a Florida mix uh, miss point after uh, earlier in the game that ended up. Uh, Leading to the attempted two point conversion, which which failed. So, for Florida, it was a uh, it was a tough end, but uh, it I think that you're right. I think it does give hope to, to Florida headed down the road. The All right. uh, the other well, go for it. Go ahead. No, what where were you gonna go? I was gonna go to State College. Okay. Yeah, in Pennsylvania. Right. So we talked about this one last time too. Auburn at Penn State. This was kind of the big game. This where game day was right. And man, I feel like it was the big game. Yeah. It was. You know, like it actually like sometimes you know you talk up a game and then it's a blowout or something. But this game was really fun to watch. Yeah, Penn State, uh, which beat Wisconsin in Week One, a very impressive road victory. I think that they're looking. Um, to be Ohio State's main contender, although Michigan and Michigan State have also looked strong in the Big Ten East. Um, but Penn State held serve, and uh, it was a, a very competitive game. And I talked about last week how I felt that Auburn, if they go in and pl- make it competitive, this cannot be a loss. Like, right. In terms of momentum moving forward, uh, and Auburn held their own. And aside from a couple dumb turnovers, you know, including one on an end around we watched with the a wide receiver just dropped the ball right mm-hmm. at his own 20 yard line. Uh, Auburn wins that game. Mm-hmm. And then we've, we've got another, a different conversation happening. I think for the health of college f- football nationwide, it was good. Penn state won this because it gives the big 10 another team that I think you can point a playoff push for at least in week three. Mm-hmm. Uh it it does not. Uh, we did not see Jesus descend from heaven during the game to no, shepherd Auburn to victory. Right. And, you know there were chances, but our, our Lord and Savior decided to not intervene. But Auburn does have the potential, I think, to cause some hijinks if it's not them being in the position to go far. I mean, they can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. I think. And what we saw, if they stick to their physical run game, they could take out Alabama because that's what Florida did. They just ran it down Bama's throat. Mm-hmm. And, Auburn's probably got the best running back in the SEC. Tank Bigsby. Right. So I think that uh, uh, it'll be really interesting to see Auburn headed down the road. Right. Um, yeah, I think so. I think they're going to be a thorn in, in people's side. Will there be Auburn a thorn? Ole Miss is going to be really good. But will there be a thorn in Georgia's side? Always. Always. Mentally, I'm already there. Uh-huh. So Where's that game at? Uh, I th- I, I don't at, know. I think it's at Auburn. I think it's at Auburn. Ooh, which you should be stressed about no, that. No, I feel like with that 
with that game, and I could go back with the stats, and people will probably be like, that's actually not true. But I feel like the our worst moments have happened at we've had bad moments at Georgia and they've had bad moments at home with that game. It's not always, it's not the home team. That it's has not always, no, it's not always, well, the one that I, does not play that way with that rivalry for some reason. Yeah. I mean, the so, one I know is the, the prayer. The, right. I know. That's why I was hesitant when I was talking about, I was like, but the prayer <laughs> yeah, the was prayer. horrible. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, Auburn, you're right. They, they came out of that not looking like losers, even though they lost. Right? Would you say that? I suppose you could say that. Uh, So speaking of Georgia, uh, just to speak a little bit for Georgia, I'm going to say something. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, You need to prepare yourself for this. Sure. Um, I will be – it's week three, lock and change. But at this point, and and maybe this changes with their performance against Vanderbilt this weekend. Mm -hmm. Why are you telling me to, like, move along? Well, I mean, you're you're dragging us out here. Well, I will be – at this point, I will be shocked. If Georgia is not in the national championship game, yeah, they're the best team, right? I think that offensively, again, they are um, still lacking a couple stars, and once they come back, um, if they get Pickens back, I don't know if Pickens is going to play. But Washington, the tight end, the defense is just outrageous, mm-hmm. and they finally allowed an offensive touchdown uh, late mm-hmm. in the game to South Carolina. But my goodness, I mean, so the question is. How's Georgia going to screw this up? That that is actually the question. You're right. That yeah, is that is how it's I'm in. Legitimately, in like I'm having a hard time. And like again, the thing with Alabama is that <clears> Alabama <throat> is still good. They're the number one team in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgia beat Clemson by three. Mm-hmm. Bama beat Florida by two. I mean, Florida and Clemson are probably about the same this year. Mm-hmm. So like, it, it's not that Georgia is so much better, but I just do not see. Like, I think I think Georgia's defense is better than Alabama's. I think I think they'll get to you know twelve and zero, and if they get there, they'll be in the playoff, no right. matter what they do in the SEC title game. And then who? I mean, right now, week three. I mean, who who looks good enough in a, a neutral setting against what Georgia has? I right. mean, there's not another team I can think of across the country. Oregon, Iowa. Ole Miss. I you mean. tell me. I don't know anything about those teams, <laughs> what they're doing over there. But, you know, I think that Georgia is either going to mess themselves up or they, or what I'm hoping happens is that the West is going to be so chaotic yeah. that at the end of the season it just, like, spits out, like, you know – miss or it spits out like Auburn randomly to the SEC championship and we're like okay thank like a two loss team whatever yeah, that's it is very possible and mm-hmm. that we're like okay thank you you know and we can kind of move past it and it will not be Alabama yeah that would be nice yeah. that the west is chaotic enough where it pushes Alabama out of Georgia's path to well, the national championship well now it'll be like what happened in 2017 where Georgia didn't have to play Bama in the SEC title game, but ended up seeing them in the national championship. Right. No, championship I'm saying game. even smoother than that. You know <laughs> that we don't see them at all. You don't want to play them at all. No. But I feel like you have to like, and, and, and I'm serious about this. I think that if Georgia does not beat Alabama and still wins the national title, it will not feel right. I feel like Georgia has to beat Bama to make this feel like the right way. That is false. I think if, it is. If Bama no, is, I think no. If Bama's not, if Bama like doesn't make Iowa? it, they can't make it out of the West. Be Penn State. Does that feel like you've got to beat the boss? No, that the boss maybe is not the boss this year. No, the boss is the boss. 
And I they're think number one in the country right now. Yeah. You know, I, we'll see. We'll see what they look like. I think I'm interested to see what they look like against Ole Miss. But you know, you know that if they don't have to be, play Alabama, there will be whispers from people that say, well, "Yeah, you've already played. whispered it. It's you, and it's making me angry, and I don't like it." So let's move on because if you do that, I will be so pissed. Sorry about my language. Let's move on. What team and game would make you feel better at this moment to talk about? Um, UK. Oh, no. So let's talk about what they did. Oh. So we talked a lot about Chattanooga, you know, and I kind of like dished on Chattanooga. But you know what? After this game, I'm turning it around. They look like they have some really promising things in Chattanooga this year. Don't you can, you you can so? bill us Chattanooga Board of Tourism. It really was something. We should have our mid-sized city of the day that we just <laughs> totally bash. Greenville, South Carolina, step on up. We're about to shoot you down. Brittany's got thoughts on you. <laughs> Only so, if I drive through. Little Rock, Arkansas, you're next. Well, you never know. Oh, uh, the, oh, it's Monday night. I thought I was thinking the impeachment show is on tonight, but that's that's on tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah. So it was like Clinton, Little Rock. Yes, I, I got you. Okay, got you. Going. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. We got one more day. Yeah. Um, we're missing the Manning brothers right now. Oh, that's true. But well, we gotta watch the morning show. But I gotta make it. We don't have time for that. Okay. Time. We have. We can't go we through our TV much. lineup. We have right too now. much. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, UK was expected to be like an easy peasy game with Chattanooga. Even in our pickums on Instagram, absolutely nobody picked Chattanooga to win. Um. Which it, was it the just, only game except for, uh, no, except for Missouri, yeah. randomly, that nobody picked the other team. Yeah, okay. So. But I will say, Kentucky did win the game. They did, yes. Yeah, yeah just, I want to clear that up for them. They everybody. did, but it was iffy for a little bit. It was bit. a terrible game, and I'm not going to speak of it, because I, I don't want to. All right. Well, moving on from oh, that. I, I see, I thought you would sit on it No, I'm going to let, I really want to push through this. Okay. So I just want to keep going. <laughs> moving on, we had a lot of teams play FPS, FBS, F- FCS, FCS, yeah, whatever. Yeah, FCS. Um, FCS teams and win Missouri, SEMO, Tennessee, Tennessee Tech, which yeah. is 56 to nothing. Um, LSU, Central Michigan. Central Michigan's uh, Division One. They're Division One, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that's where Gus, right? No, Gus is at Central Florida. Oh. Who played a nuts game against Louisville on Friday night. Really? Oh, my gosh. No, I told you about it. You did? Like, Central Florida. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I did, actually. Okay. I did. I remember. <laughs> I'm sure you did. And you were probably looking off in another direction or something yeah, like that. Yeah, probably. Uh, who's, but Central Michigan is, uh, who was that? It's Jim McElwain. Thank you. I was like, he was at Florida because it was like Jim McElwain's the first time he's been and like at LSU since that game in 2016 when he was at Florida and there was the hurricane and they were fighting oh, yeah, about, about who the, would play, who, yeah, ex- yeah. Ex- except for that was in Baton Rouge. Yeah. And, yeah. So anyways, um, Arkansas beat Georgia Southern pretty handedly. Everybody's, on, everybody's on the hogs right Every, now. Yeah, I know. I know. We'll get to them in my warm and fuzzy power rankings. Um, the other game I, w- I did want to ask you, like, kind of talk about. What? Well, I know where this is going. I know this game was nuts. What Mississippi you... State. Yes, Okay, exactly. so Mississippi State played Memphis, and I, my big take was that Memphis was going to win this game. That was what I was going into the weekend being like, this. you called Tulane, but mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to call it go for Memphis. I think this is going to be a Which, really good game. Which, to be fair, was a much safer pick. Okay, whatever. Well, for me, it was, you know, sometimes you got to 
golf safely. I don't know. I'm you not golf gonna... safely. I wasn't aware we were playing golf here. Tell me, <laughs> tell me more about our golf match that we're go, playing. I was trying to go with my my metaphor back in the day. I when I was... to uh, know for the audio for all of you listening. You tried a little golf swing too when you said that. It was like it's all in the hips. We got that going on. <laughs> Anyways, okay, whatever. I chose Memphis to win. You um you did. But tell me about that game. So uh I don't know. It's very close early and then uh, Memphis at one point is punting in the second half. And I think they had just taken the lead. And uh Memphis punts no, state no, punts. Yeah. Mississippi State is punting. Memphis had just taken a, the lead, I believe, and uh the Mississippi State player or the Memphis player um, who is fielding the punt kind of dives out of the way. And this happens all oh, the yeah. time, right? So, like, this Mississippi State player comes over, and the rule says basically they come in, they touch the ball and hold the ball, and that downs the ball, plays over, and then the offense will take over in the other direction. <clears throat> so, the state player, like, touches the ball and then, like, keeps it on the ground. Apparently, most players are coached like to pick the ball up and hand it to the ref. Right. Okay? So, like, the state player at, like, the five-yard line touches the ball and then just leaves it there on the ground. Memphis player runs in from behind him, picks the ball up, and then, and this was, like, not enough people were talking about the fact that he still had to run 95 yards, Mm -hmm. and he ran it back into the end zone on a punt return for a touchdown. So, like, the state players are like, what the heck? Because Mm -hmm. the back judge had come in and was starting to wave his, like, you can watch the clip. He's waving his arms to stop the clock, but he never blew the whistle. Mm -hmm. And, like, at the minute where he's starting that hand motion, like, where he's, like, with Mm -hmm. those arms up and down, the Memphis player comes in and picks the ball up. And they actually review the play and don't overturn it at all. And it's crazy. And not only that, but on the same play, Memphis had two players on the field wearing number four. Oh, that's, that's a Which problem. is also a problem, a.k.a. penalty. Mm-hmm. And that was not called. So it was just unbelievably bizarre. And at that point, it's like a two-possession game. So mm-hmm. if you're like, well, if Memphis wins by 10, 15 points, then it's not a big deal. State came back and got it to win thin two mm-hmm. and, and lost 31-29, mm-hmm. which was ironically the same score as the Florida game, 31-29. Oh, yeah. But in any case... Um, not a great week for Dan Mullen in his past and present. Yeah, got that score. But, that really sucks. Like, but yeah, it's I've never seen a play like it. Yeah, I've football for a few years and I've never seen anything like that. And if I were a state fan, like this is absolutely atrocious. Right, and now, they've even cut like the SEC officials have come out and said like we made a mistake. Oh yeah, but it's like one of those things. It's like. Sorry. Like, I mean, there's like, nothing you there's can nothing do. You, can you can't do. like flip the, you can't flip the game results. Right. But like in, like in watching it, like nobody's questioning it. Like the announcers aren't questioning it. They're like, yep, look at that. You know, like yeah, it, it right. was really weird. And nobody was like stopping it to question, you know, like right. you can stop and review. Right. And this that's is, the thing. This that, is where we're at. And, and I think it's just because, the, because there was no whistle. I think this means nothing. Like so, a ref can like dance around with his arms going always out blow which your way. Whistle. But yeah, it's got to be the whistle. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is kind of tough for my as you know i have a very high opinion of the city of memphis you do yes remember this thing we've talked about oh like yeah my memphis kick oh sure yeah that was a long time ago though like six months ago it wasn't that long okay ago. sure yeah remember that yeah i really got into the book the firm and i oh, watched the movie yeah, with tom cruise this. i was like man memphis looks like a great town mm-hmm. and then i learned like all the, the gang activity from katrina mm-hmm. like from new orleans went up to memphis and now it's like not great yeah which made me a little sad well so I, I think there's I something still... like funny about memphis yeah um, i mean i still think it's better than chattanooga but that's just me <laughs> this is our tennessee city series um do you know the pyramid in memphis 
I don't think so. Okay, so there is, you know, Memphis was an ancient Egyptian city. I, like in Egypt? That would be ancient <laughs> Egyptian. Well, we are knocking it down tonight. I tell you what. <laughs> we are firing on all cylinders. Continue. Um, so there is a there is a pyramid-shaped building in downtown Memphis. Mm-hmm. We need to go. That I mean, that would be a, this would be a fun trip, and it used to be a basketball arena. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, like the some some years they had the SEC tournament there. So like in the mid nineties, you know, Kentucky would be playing in the SEC tournament in Memphis and whatnot, uh, in the pyramid. Well, they built a new when the Grizzlies went there, right? NBA team. They built a new basketball arena. So guess what they've turned the pyramid into? Hmm. A giant Bass Pro Shops. Oh Lord. <laughs> Jeez, let's not take our daughter there. I know, that's a good point. Maisie yeah. is a, a sworn enemy of Bass Pro Shops. She's done like the big bears, which I don't blame her. They are, if you turn the, around the corner. You know that bear stole her iPad, too. <laughs> yeah. Not you true. leaving the iPad out in the bag by the car in the middle of the parking lot in Nashville. That would no. never happen. No, that would never happen. No. But uh, anyway, uh, tough loss for Mississippi State. But, you know, probably a game they shouldn't be. They are very close to one and two. Remember Louisiana Tech, they snuck by and. uh mm-hmm. In, in week uh, in week one, but honestly, remember in, in our preview episodes, I, I called state to start worse than this. Mm-hmm. So two and one, not bad. Uh, I think they have LSU mm-hmm. uh, soon, maybe next week. I don't know. We'll talk about that Thursday. So that's mm-hmm. where they're at. All right. I think that's all our games. Yep, it is. Um, I mean, Vandy lost. Oh well, yeah, Vandy lost. Uh, they have to so the, spend lo- the, the night in the library. The losses are uh, Florida State. Uh, Auburn and Vandy. So let's reflect on and, and South Carolina. Right. Uh, let's reflect on betting with Brittany. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do because I haven't even thought about this. So week one, you of course went three and zero and collected all the money. Right. Uh, and it was an impressive achievement. Mm-hmm. Um, this week you bet uh on Penn State to cover minus six, Mississippi uh, for Memphis to cover minus four, and if you had picked Memphis to win outright, you would have won even more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think that's basically what you did. Mm-hmm. And you uh, picked Alabama to cover at 13 and a half. Mm-hmm. So you went two and one. Okay. Uh, Penn State came through for you because mm-hmm. State won 28-20. So you got the points there for Penn State. I chose Penn State. You did? Oh, I thought I chose Auburn. Oh, I don't know. What did you pick? I thought I picked Auburn. <gasps> you may have. I don't know. Just really? say you picked Penn State. Okay, we'll say I picked <laughs> Penn State. Maybe we'll go back and listen. Yeah. Um, I might have gotten that wrong. Uh. You picked Memphis. You probably did pick Auburn. I wouldn't see you picking against two SEC teams. Yeah, I think I just picked against Mississippi State. Okay, so you went one and two this week. Okay. Uh, it was not a good week for you. Uh, Auburn um, did not cover. Uh, of course, they lost by eight. Um, and then, uh, of course, Memphis came through for you, but Alabama. I know. See, I thought that was going to be more of a blowout. Yep, certainly um, was not. No, it was not. So, uh, one and two. Apparently, if we maybe we should keep more accurate records, yeah. uh, so that we can have more effective commentary. We're your Mister Excel sheet, so yeah. Well, you can I'm, do that. I'm working on a Google Doc. Here, okay. right? I do okay. what I have to do. Um, so we'll of course be back with betting with Brittany on Thursday, but we have a new segment this week, and that is warm and fuzzy power rankings. I feel like these are all me, and we need to get you to do some some. Do the people want that? I, I don't, don't know. know. Like I what don't know. Did I people do? want warm and fuzzy power rankings, but they're getting them. <laughs> This is where we're at, okay? This is all I have to offer. You will feel warm and fuzzy about this. Okay, so I have just ranked the top five. Okay, so so what is much. what is kind of the concept of of warm and fuzzy? It is very very subjective on how I feel. Um, 
with each placement. So it changes. So y'all just deal. Well, what is the definition of woman fuzzy? Um, like I feel good about them or uh-huh. they feel good about them. Okay. Either one. Read into it how you want. Right. Okay. okay. So number five is old Miss. And oh. this is the one where it's like they have paid their dues and they're ready. They are like flying high on the lane train just up the mountain. They right. are so happy. <laughs> Matt Corral was like. Husband, husband favorite. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. like, this is the best team I've ever played on. And he's just. Is that how know, he talks? It's not. I really um, heard that. So. Old Miss is my number five Warren Fuzzy Power Ranking because, you know, I mean, they have it, it is kind of fun to have Old Miss be like in the picture. Old Miss is just like your crazy cousin. That right. It's very Cousin Eddie vibe. Uh, Except for like fancy cousin Eddie. Fancy cousin Eddie. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. And I am here for Old Miss chaos. Right. Right. Number four, um, I'm going to say Auburn. Okay. Because of kind of what you mentioned before, where, you know, they showed up and they played and they're still, I think they're still riding high on that, the train that they were going on. And I think it's a lot of it's from Auburn fans really having low, well, at least my perception Mm -hmm. of Auburn fans having very low expectations coming into the year. Mm -hmm. But really you look at their three games, they whip two teams and then they play very well. You must know like some really humble Auburn people. I know a lot of humble Auburn people. They're salt of the earth. Oh my gosh. Uh, Because that's not my impression of Auburn. It's like they were just, they just wanted to come play the game and they're just so happy that they're doing well. I don't know if there's an SEC school we have more diverging opinions on than (laughs) Auburn. I think that's pretty true. That is true because a lot of the the, uh, East teams we pretty much agree on. Right. But. Um, all right, next, number three, South Carolina. Oh, really? Yes. Why? And this is, well, did you see any of those like post-game interviews with um, Shane Beamer? No, I didn't. What, what happened? Oh, we got a, we got a, we got a live one upstairs. I think she's okay. Is she all right? Um, yeah, unless that was the other one. Anyways, sorry, you can cut her. this out. Oh, she does look out. Yeah. You know, it's 19 degrees Celsius in her room. <laughs> it's actually really cold. No, it's not. 1930. Oh, it's 68. Okay, yeah. never mind. Um, anyways. Never mind us. We only have our, our baby monitor measuring the degrees in the room in Celsius. Fancy. Um, so what was I talking about? Uh, something about uh, South Carolina postgame interviews. Um, oh, yeah. So you didn't see Shane Beamer's po- South Carolina postgame. Or did you see some of like the shots from him from the game? Oh, he was very befuddled. He was. He was like, oh, geez. It was kind of like cartoon. It's like, oh, man, that was a really hard team. And it was just, <laughs> that was the impression. I'm sure South Carolina fans are, fans are like, I'm screw sure. you. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, right. but, um, I, that's, I feel like they are, they hit the Georgia train and it was tough. Well, let's hope South Carolina is not feeling warm and fuzzy next week. Who are they playing? They are playing Kentucky. Oh, that'll be an interesting game. No, it won't, hopefully. Um, well, you never know. They might talk to Chattanooga and <laughs> really know. Where is it? I'm guessing it's in Columbia. It is. Yeah. Um, all right, number two is, of course, Arkansas. Oh, because Sam. they just did so good. Sam. Yes, you oh, got Sam. Sam. It's like Samwise Game G, you is, know. Yeah. Um, it's my one and only I think Lord Ar- of the Rings I think Sam reference Pittman, I will ever make. I think Sam Pittman is perpetually number one in your warm and fuzzy. It is, he is, and yeah. he would be number one this week. Yeah. That's why he just moved down to number two oh, because they did Sam, so good. So sweet. Because I had to put Mississippi State as number one. I just feel so bad. Okay, hold on. So warm and fuzzy. 
like you feel bad for them. Yes. And that's what makes them number one. Yes. I feel warm and fuzzy. Like I feel like compassionate, like a sick hurting puppy deer lamb. And I was like, oh, I just feel so bad for them because they're like really trying. But so number two, you're like totally changing your metric. I know. Your criteria from. I told you I would. (sighs) That's going to hurt my brain a little bit. Is it? (laughs) Is it? You're going to have to deal with this. What happens when you tell me to do freaking power rankings okay you love power get, rankings. i don't yeah, let like me just power tell rankings. you Britney's rants about people's power rankings is a sight to behold just, it is so much fun it's dumb so i'm going to do whatever i want because people and their power rankings do whatever the why do you crap wh- they want why do you, why do you have such a help us understand like first of all power rankings are extraordinarily subjective Right. Is that your problem with them? I think so, because I think it's like an egotistical thing. It's like this guy and his couch is like watching this game and be like, well, I don't think that this happened. And I think that this guy's up here and we're going to talk about it for two hours. I listen to a lot of football podcasts. You know, now, that was and- like my childhood. <laughs> It's like the core of my being is to sit at home. Is that how you, you sounded under- as a young child? Do you understand child? how many like potential brackets that i made in school like it's february in math class and i'm doing my homework so i'm drawing a bracket with a a possible ncaa tournament well as a child it's adorable okay as a grown man it's not as adorable yeah i don't got no time um, for that right so anyways i don't i think power rankings are dumb <laughs> I just learned what they are, and I think they're dumb. So I think okay. I think rankings are dumb right now, anyways. But because I don't think Alabama's fair. number one. Oh, who do you think is number one? Georgia. That's very haughty of you. <laughs> it is. That is very objective. Georgia thought. only beat Clemson by three, and who else have they beaten? Nobody. Okay, well, we're not going to argue about this. They, they I, I just had. I just let me have a hot I take and not Oregon have to defend it. One. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just accept what i feel (laughs) this is this is the what we do right we just throw things on social media and don't have to defend it that's right i so yes mississippi state i have warm and fuzzy feelings because i feel sorrow for them oh is what i'm saying okay sure because if that happened to my team i would you know be very upset yeah yeah so Where's Florida in your warm and fuzzy power rankings? You know, I thought about I had I thought about it, and but I was like, I can't have Auburn and Florida on there because then that's just not warm and fuzzy having two both of those, and so I switched out Florida for Auburn. Okay, well I, I apologize, Florida fans. If I had to make a power rankings about teams' performances versus their expectations from week three, I would put Florida number one in my power rankings. Yeah, sure. Oh, I thought that would make you mad that I came up with a subjective power rankings right on the spot. Yeah. Well, I, I did in my head. I was like. You're very angry. No, I wasn't angry. I was just like, of course he is. Yeah. There we go. Okay. So I think that's it for this week. I think we're, uh, we've covered it pretty well. We've hit our, about our time expectation as usual. Um, you know, I miss the days where we had the 53-minute SEC primers. Do no, you? it's like, no, I don't. I don't remember at all. <laughs> those I those were so. Taxing, but we learned so much. We right? did learn a lot. They were very helpful. And it's the friends you make along the way. I don't know sure. how that applies. But anyway, uh, it's going to be a fun week. We have less games this week because we have more conference games coming up. So lots of fun games happening uh, this weekend. Uh, so we will dive into that later this week. Hopefully the Osborne House will be a little bit more healthy 
Uh, we'll see how we get into it down the road. That's right. So, so any I, last thoughts I today? I don't know. I feel like I was kind of grouchy today, and I just wanted to no, apologize. I thought, was, I thought it was very fun. You did? Okay. I enjoyed so it. I, th- I think get the grouch. I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe you can let us know in the comments if, if Brittany was grouchy, <laughs> if you felt that vibe. Uh, actually, it was me that was grouchy before we started. It is, and then it turned to me. You just passed it to me. But. Yeah. Well, that's how it works, I guess. Um, all right. So I, I think we're done. So I'm Ben. I'm Brittany. And this has been You, Me, and the SEC. See?